Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your main bitch, Kim, and what's up? You know what, guys, I have to say, today was not the most comfortable day for me uh, because your girl had a gynecologist appointment. And to all yin's ladies out there, you know what I'm talking about. Even though we go there once a year or whatever, it will never be a comfortable thing. I just, it's not my vibe. I always question the doctor how can you do this every single day? And I always get the same answer like, oh, yeah, you know, you get used to it after a while. But still, no, not this bitch. No, I would never get used to it. I can't. I respect all the doctors that do that shit. We adore and love you. I just don't like doing that every single year. (laughs) It's just not the most comfortable. So, yeah, that's been my day thus far. But, Yins, guys, there is so much going on in the Bravo world also, too. Holy shit, with the Jersey episode the other day. The Jersey episode, it was like, in my opinion, one of the best episodes that I've seen in a while. I loved when Margaret and Jennifer got together. We'll talk a little bit about that. But before we get into the Jersey side of the show... Let's talk about what the Bravo right now, okay? There's so much shit. Obviously, found out, we know for sure that Katie Maloney Schwartz, actually Katie Maloney eventually, and Tom Schwartz are in fact divorcing. Now, Tom Sandoval, I'm sorry, no, not I get them fucking mixed up anymore. You know, they're really married to each other. They should be. But Tom Schwartz said on his Instagram, he didn't want to say the D word, but he was basically saying, hey, we're separating. And I think Katie literally just filed for the divorce. So a lot of shit's going on there. Pretty sure, as I said before, all the time, Vanderpump rules. Unless they're going to film this shit for the show, which I don't think that they would. Uh, I, I don't think it's they're not coming back. I'm pretty sure they'll be like, no. And then we'll see Lisa Vanderpump on Beverly Hills. Ha <laughs> ha! But speaking of Beverly Hills, holy shit, I read somewhere. I don't know if this was on, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was on Instagram. I read that Kathy Hilton, we already knew that she wasn't coming back because of something that happened in Aspen. Apparently, Erica Jane, or what? Or what? Erica Jane accused, not accused, but apparently she saw some sort of behavior that Kathy Hilton did off camera or something to production or whatever made some sort of slur that was inappropriate. I wonder if they'll talk about it. We also know um, I read also that Kathy will not be doing the reunion. I don't even know if they did that, but whatever. Talks are she's not going to do the reunion and also she's not coming back to the show. Erica is not playing around. I mean, the bitch is angry. Her fucking old ass husband like got her all fucked up. 
not in the best way either. So like she's angry. She's after some bitches. So that was pretty interesting. And, you know, too bad, Kathy Hilton, because I think a lot of people liked you. So I thought you were okay. I didn't think that you brought so much to the show. But you know what? Since Kathy Hilton's out, maybe Lisa Vanderpump can come back in. Lucy, Lucy, Apple, Juicy. Now, let's move on to a uh, Summer House, Austin. You fucking, we all know how I feel. I only, I'm only bringing him up because I literally binge watched all of Southern Charm not too long ago. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? And Paige and fucking Craig were on Watch What Happens Live a few days ago. And they even said, who's more of a fuck boy? Luke or Austin? Luke from Summer House, of course. And uh, majority of Yin's guys said Austin because he is, he's not a good guy. He is not a stand-up guy, as Jennifer Lawrence would say in fucking Silver Linings Playbook. If you haven't seen that, that's a fucking great movie. Now, let's get back to what I was trying to say, and I don't even fucking remember. But I'm going to go to my Instagram right now. That's right, I said it. And what how let me see here. I gotta go to honestly, sometimes I don't fucking know how to use my Instagram. Like I'm a fucking moron or something. Okay, so seeing here. See oh okay. This just in, just because it's hilarious and you're like, what the fuck mode? Someone said Bravo in the City. That's the Instagram post uh handle, I'm sorry. Bravo in the City. Retweets or fucking re-Instagrams, whatever. It's a tweet from, who's this fool? Dame Brian Moreland. Wait, is he the guy that wrote the book? I think it might be, whatever. And he just said, ready to have your mind blown? Shep Rose and Joey Gorga are the same age. What the fuck? How are they the same age? I, I listen, that's hilarious and also scary at the same time. It, it, it boggles my mind. So that's a little fun fact for Yin's guys. Also, oh yeah, we'll, we'll get into that because there's a lot of shit going on with Roni Baby and we even saw it. Bravo confirmed it. Andy Baby confirmed it. Okay, Bravo to reboot. They are rebooting Real Housewives of New York City, our Roni girls. With a new fucking cast. With a new cast. Here's what I'm saying. It's going to be a younger cast. It's going to be more diverse. Now, I think, let me see what Andy says here because he's talking. He says, yeah, they're taking into account that everything that the passionate audience has really been telling us over the last year, we're rebooting and recasting and basically doing everything from scratch. But don't worry, Yin's guys and Yin's girls. They are going to do a second Roni show featuring our Roni badass OG bitches. So he also says that there are so many stories out there in this fucking exciting city in America known as New York City, okay? It's multicultural. It's diverse. It's energetic. And we're going to capture all that shit. I mean, this is not word for word. I'm paraphrasing clearly. And he says, we're searching. This is quote. (laughs) We are searching for a multicultural group of friends who really best reflect the most exciting city in the country. We're looking for a group of women who are real friends and who are of diverse backgrounds, races, and religions. Now, what do you guys think of that? I think it could be cool. I'm open for it. I'm open for it. Obviously, they're keeping the second show 
Maybe they're doing it on Peacock like they did with the Ultimate Girls Trip for a while. But guess what? The Ultimate Girls Trip came to fucking Bravo TV and people are watching it. So people love fucking Roni, old school Roni. Yes, they do. I don't care if y'all hate Ramona. A lot of people, your mom hates Ramona. Your dad hates Ramona. Like fucking everyone hates Ramona. But you still watch because it's Ramona. Just admit it. Yin's guys do like Ramona in the weirdest fucking messed up way. I mean, for real. She's great and she's terrible at the same time. And that's why they never fired her or will ever fire her. Whenever she leaves, it's going to be on her own accord. Thoughts. Facts. According to Kim. Now, I think, you know, people are going to want their old school Roni. They can't just reboot it and then leave the other bitches behind. They can't do that because you're going to have fans like me that'll go up their assholes and be like, what the fuck are you doing? So they're not doing that. I think the reboot will be good. I'm curious to see if they really will get people that are really all friends. I think that's really hard. I really do. And I think with Jersey, I think they got lucky just because in the beginning it was all family for the most part. But I think nowadays because they want really good drama, sometimes I feel like they throw, I mean, I think they threw Ebony in the New York just for like the diversity type of card, if you will. And I mean, let's just be real. I really don't think that she was friends with Ramona at first, period. I don't think she was friends with Luann before the show. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like it might be a little hard to find, I don't know, six or seven girls of what they're looking for. But you know what? I'm excited about it and it's going to be top tier shit. And I definitely want to know what the fuck is going on with our old school bitches because I love them. Now, Let's see here. What else does he have to say about our gals from the Roni legacy? Oh, this is cute. He they said that they don't know what name they're going to do it. They're obviously they're not going to do Roni Real Housewives in New York. No. So he was thinking or uh, ideas were passed around. Roni throwback. I don't like that. That's stupid. Roni legacy. Mm, I kind of like that. Roni legacy is like fucking beast. I think I could go with that. I could go with Roni Legacy. Let's do that shit. They're also not sure. Are they going to do it on Peacock? I don't know. They shouldn't do it on Peacock. They should do it on the main because I want to see that shit. Ah. Ooh, also, there's a little bit of a sneak peek that Bravo gave us for next week's Jazzy. Now, we remember that Margaret and Teresa are basically saying to eat shit to each other or you're full of shit. And it seems as if Teresa is going to beat the shit out of Marge. No. Yes. We don't know. But the sneak peek is Teresa is asking Tracy. Hey, Tracy, did you break up a family? Because I think you did. You know, I think should we just get to it? Yeah. What the fuck? Let's get to Jersey, baby. We'll get to that point because that's clearly at the very end. Now, if we reflect a little bit on this episode, I I thought it was great. There were like, it was drama moments. It was some real shit moments. It was like Bill and Jennifer having a conversation, talking to him about how she always kept it inside as far as the affair, but now it's out there and she's trying to deal with it. And she asked Bill about, hey, how are you going to deal with it for the guys? I'm I'm happy that you stuck up for me, but I wish you would have done it the other night when Melissa was coming swinging at me. 
And he's like, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to ignore those guys. I'm not going to be around them ever again. Basically, uh, paraphrase, of course. And she was like, you know, in her confessional, she's like, that's not fair. What the fuck, man? You want to, I gave you a pass 10 years ago. And I'm having a problem with it now. And I want to try to resolve this and work through the issues. And you want to run away and you don't want to have to deal with it. That's how you solve your problems. By not addressing them. That's not fair. Jennifer, darling, you are a thousand percent right. What Bill is doing, I mean, he does seem like a very, very passive guy. But still, clearly, man, your wife is not good right now. You got to be like an extra double man. And you got to be like Evan whenever he's trying to comfort Jackie with her fucking eating disorder shit. Like, that's a real man. Joe Gorga, too, because I remember last year. What did he say? Uh, I don't know. But he said something in his confessional about being a real man. And I do think, even though Joe Gorga is kind of like out there sometimes for me, I do think that he's a real man. Now, so we see that with Jennifer and Bill. They're talking. But before that, before they had the conversation, the very beginning, Margaret and Jennifer meet together. And I love the fact on how raw... Jennifer was with Margaret. I mean, obviously, these two gals go at it all the time with each other. I mean, I have some of the best fucking quotes from these ladies. Like, I would rather, what did she say? Margaret said, I would rather cut my toes on a Cuisinart than hang out with Jennifer. That's like one of my fucking favorite quotes. So it was amazing to see Jennifer and Margaret able to get down at a coffee shop and just shoot the shit. Margaret was there to listen to her about what she's going through with Bill. And even Margaret said something like, Jennifer, if I would have known any of this beforehand, I wouldn't have come at you this hard. And I'm so incredibly sorry. So it was just a great moment. And also, March, don't wear as much makeup as you do. You are so fucking gorgeous without it. I'm just saying, it makes me so mad. Her blue eyes just like pop and shine. It is great. It's just lovely. So... Great moment. And then you go to, what was it, the Jennifer and the Bill. This is like super, I, I didn't take the notes today, Yins, guys. I need to, I'm going to be coming back with that next uh, next solo episode because I believe I have something scheduled with Diana Jebbia. Yes, with Believe in Bravo Busties. I said Besties. I almost said Breasties. It's Besties. What the fuck, Kim? So, but next solo episode, we're going to get back to the fucking main event, What the Bravo, Dueling Divas and all that shit. Because I got to get my quotes on. You know what I'm saying? Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find out things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else doesn't mean that it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection. Allowing you to work toward your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. 
Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. Fast forward after the whole Jennifer and Bill. Eventually, we go to Jackie and Evan. Jackie says to Evan that she's contacted someone to help her with her whole eating disorder because we're seeing that it's kind of coming up again into not fruition, but like she's having problems with it and she wants to take care of it or get some help with it. So I guess she told him what these people were saying, like, oh, you should come here for a month. And she's like, I'm not coming there for a month. Fuck that. No, 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 I don't have time. And then they also suggested maybe come three nights a week for like three hours. And she's like, nope, nope, nope. I got three. I got four kids. Does she have three or four kids? She's got a bunch of kids. I can't remember. And she's like, nope, can't do it. And then I guess she's just seeing a therapist right now. But Evan is a real motherfucking guy. He's on the confessional saying, I think she's a little bit in denial. He didn't say she's in denial, but he said, if someone's facing this and they're trying to make all these excuses up as far as I can't do this, I can't do this, they're still in the denial process, if you will. And he says really that that person should go, a.k.a. Jackie, should just go and really just face it head on. But, you know, he's very supportive of her. I mean, the guy is a stand. He's a stand up guy. So I really like seeing that moment. And then you get to Dolores and she about her mom because her mom had that surgery. And it's crazy to me whenever Dolores was with Teresa and Jennifer, I think it was at Dolores's townhouse or something and she was like yeah my mom's in the ICU I just clearly remember Teresa saying ICU is great because that means to me that they're going to be watching them more she obviously has experience with that with her parents so we find out that David wanted to take in Dolores's mother for her recuperation and Dolores was like yeah that's really sweet uh, I think she want she didn't say this to David because David basically like walked past her. Like apparently it's too hard for him to cope of what the fuck's going on. But David, you're dating someone else right now. Like what the fuck? Dolores said on her confessional that her mom would rather be with Dolores in her house or her, her family members, right? Go back home and have everyone watch her. But David, because he's a doctor, Rick, Quested and basically was like, I want to take care of you. If you think about it, that's a good guy, though, in a weird way as far as medical shit. He's not the best boyfriend, clearly. But remember whenever he took in Frank and took care of him after his surgery that he got with his knees or some shit? I mean, the guy takes his job seriously. Clearly, he likes his job. I mean, I don't know what I don't I can't remember if they said on the show of where she went but I think they were in talks of where does he want to go so then you get 
if things happen in between, I can't really remember. Let me think about it. Oh, Margaret goes to Jackie's house, talks about the meetup that she had with Jennifer because they were talking about the whole cheating scandal rumor last year and how Margaret said, Jennifer, you kind of, you were bringing that shit up whenever you shouldn't have done it. You were digging. And then she's like, how do you know Teresa didn't dig for it? Basically saying or insinuating, as Marge said, it almost seemed like Jennifer was insinuating that Teresa was the one that wanted to know about Evan and his whereabouts and if he was in fact cheating on Jackie. So when Margaret gets this information, this is at the beginning of the episode, remember, when she gets all that information, she then goes to Jackie's house and she tells her, I met up with Jennifer. She's like really, really sad. And it was a really good moment. We are totally good now. I just fucking love Margaret. I really do. I probably am shit with her, you know, impersonation or whatever, but I just fucking love her. She is a power badass bitch. So she's over there talking to Jackie about what happened with their little meetup. Basically says, hey, you know what? Jackie, Jennifer basically insinuated that last year's whole rumor thing, whenever people were thinking that Jennifer was doing the digging and calling about it, it was in fact Teresa. And then Jackie's like, that bitch. So, you know, they hate each other again. (laughs) Sort of, you know how it goes. And then eventually what happens? Ding, ding, ding. Text message occurs. It's from Tracy. Everyone's probably like, who the fuck is Tracy again? It is Tiki's wife. I mean, I have to say between the two, I'd take Tiki over uh, Tracy. She's a little boring to me at the moment. But here's my thoughts on her. I think she's in more episodes. I feel, I feel as if Bravo may want to make her a full-time housewife. Maybe in the future. I don't know this, but we have been seeing a lot of her. And I'd be totally fine with it because her husband's hot. So, and he's fucking fun. And he fucking fits in so well with the house husbands. I mean, do we recall that part of the show is amazing because of our house husbands? Yeah. So Tracy sends this whole text message to all the ladies about this group activity for like team building. And I find this crazy because I really feel like we've seen this type of gathering Um, majority of the housewife shows. I mean, fucking climbing up a tree and telling them where to go and doing all that shit and putting like a harness on. We have seen that so many times. We saw that with fucking, uh, let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh, we saw it with Orange County. Yes, we did. I think we saw something of the sort with New York. Yes, we did. We saw that with fucking Potomac. Oh my God. We also saw it with Atlanta. Duh. I mean, this is a recurring hangout spot to do. They're just in different states and cities. So I find it hilarious, but I'm totally for it. But this particular thing had something to do with you had to wear goggles. You had to be blindfolded. Personally, I think they should have gotten the Ramona eyes on those goggles. I think it would have been much more effective. LOL. You get the goggles on and you're on the top of the tree and you're supposed to walk across these beams and shit but you can't see. You're like, what the fuck? So then your partner, who's down below on the ground, assists you and tells you where to go, directs you. So Tracy thought it was a great idea to get them all together because 
people need to be better. And plus she knew that Teresa was pissed off at her because Tiki was asking uh, Louie about these questions about, hey, do you hit women and all this kind of shit. And Teresa didn't like that. Popping her love bubble. She don't like that. She'll come after you. She'll cut you. And uh, Teresa's also not happy with Margaret because Margaret is apparently a nebby nose and she's trying to know shit. I don't know. I think, you know, Teresa, she has her own thing. She's always right when she's right. And whenever she's wrong, she's still right, according to her. And that's why we love her. I don't understand it, but it is what it is. So everyone arrives. Teresa's the last to arrive. She has her fucking clothing line gifts for the girls. And then she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to go, you know, whoever I partner up, whoever goes up with me, I'll push him off because I'm really pissed off right now. So we all know that it's about Tracy and it's about Margaret when she even said that. So (laughs) Tracy was genius by making up these partners where Teresa was with Tracy and who else? Melissa, maybe? I think it was Melissa. And then you had Margaret and Jennifer, which they weren't, I mean, they're not really enemies at the moment. They're totally fine. And then you have Jackie and Dolores, which they're not really enemies either. They just sort of had that, oh, what are you going to do about it when Dolores was up in her face? So it was funny because Jackie did such a great job directing Dolores across the trees and the shrubbery and all that great shit. And then Tracy's about to go. And then Teresa's like, oh, no, I'm not doing it. Melissa, you do it. She's your friend. She's not my friend. I'll push her off, blah, 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 blah. So then you have on another on the other side of the field, if you will, or in the woods. They were in the woods, you know. You have Dolores and Jackie. And they're talking about this whole situation with the, the comments and the questions and how Teresa's pissed off that everyone's asking questions about Louie. Like, why would you do that? He is off limits. So <laughs> Jackie was like, you don't want to get Margaret mad. And then Dolores, this is the favorite thing that we've seen. My mom and I love this little scene. And this this could be my quote of the week from Dolores when she just looks and she's like, no, because you don't want to get Margaret mad. Jackie says that Teresa has a big bark, if you will. A loud bark, I think it is. A loud bark. But Margaret is the one that has the hard bite. So It's interesting. I believe that because when Teresa gets mad, she's like irrational majority of the time. Like you don't know what the fuck she's saying because I don't even think that she knows what's going on in reality sometimes. So I think Margaret is strategic with how she fights with people. I mean, she's fucking quick witted as shit I think Teresa because she reacts so quickly and she doesn't really think about it I think things that come out of her mouth sometimes they don't make sense and you're like what the fuck but Margaret holy fuck she is so quick she's used to this kind of shit you know that she's done this around the block or two she just knows how to fight and she knows businesswoman honey I gotta be able to do that look at Bethany Bethany's great at that too oh shit So yeah, I'm excited. This past episode, I really have to say, this past episode of Jersey, I enjoyed a lot. I thought it was great. I'm actually going to watch it again after after I'm done recording this episode because I want to. But I think, let's see what else is going on, guys, in the Bravo world. 
below deck sailing yacht. I'm not watching. It's boring. Oh my God. Fuck me. Candy and the gang. Holy fuck. Yes, 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 yes. Holy. Oh, oh my God. I love Candy and the gang. It, I swear to you, I knew it was going to be better than Portia's Family Matters. I fucking knew it. Old lady gang. Oh my God, Mama Joyce, Aunt Bertha. Oh my God, I can't. Aunt Nora. Oh, I love them all so much. But I'm telling you, this Philip guy, holy fuck, okay? I would be scared of him. You literally just walk, if you walked in old lady gang and he would look at you and he'd be like, your reservation is done. Get out, get out. I don't want to deal with you. Get out. It's crazy. But man, oh man, am I loving it. I'm loving it. I'm getting to know all the people there. I mean, the fucking workers. I can't remember the fucking manager's name, but my God, is he a lazy fuck. Let me tell you. He just sits there and he's checking out, uh, it's not Chandrika, Dominique. He's checking her out all the time when she's behind the bar because she's a bartender. But like, what the hell is he doing? What is he doing? I don't know. But then you have the other guy. I think his name is Torin or something. And he's just coming back. And I love him. He's great. And then the guy that's, uh, blah, blah, blah. I forget his name. I forget his name. But he's sober. And he doesn't want to work behind the bar because of his sobriety. But I fucking love him too. I just got to remember his name. What the fuck, him? But honestly, if you guys have not seen Candy and the Gang, oh, it is so choice. You have to see it. I fucking love it. What a great, I, I hope they come back season after season because I, I love it so much. Oh, and then wouldn't it be amazing if Phaedra came in just to eat there? Oh, oh my God. I'm literally dying right now. It is the best. Ooh, one other thing too that I just found on my phone and I just forgot to say something. Sources are saying Dorinda Medley, Tinsley Mortimer, and Kelly Ben Simone are returning as full-time housewives for season 14, which is due to begin filming in April. Jill Zarin has also been offered a contract, but her role is unconfirmed. Now, hold up a second, though. This is fucking weird. Then the guy says, to clarify, some of the current standing housewives will be there, but some won't. It's a big shakeup. Well, clearly this guy, who are you, this guy? Aiden. Aiden. Aiden the re-up. I don't know who that is. That's on Twitter or something. Clearly, he hasn't seen the latest news because the whole cast is being shook up. They're going to be all shook up. I don't know. I don't know if I can believe this guy. But it would be great if Dorinda comes back. Tinsley. I don't know, her storyline, it would just be the same thing. She's looking for a dude to get married to. Eh, we've seen it before. But, Yins guys, let me see. Anything else? Anything else? Paige and Craig are dating, whatever. He's got a book coming out, Pillow Talk. What's wrong with my sewing? That actually is pretty good. I mean, look, we... <sighs> Craig is really capitalizing on all the stupid shit that he did whenever he was younger with his sewing and, you know, I commend him on that. I do think that he is still lazy as fuck, though. But anyways, other things. Oh, OC, meh, whatever, boring, not into it. Ultimate Girls Trip is over now. Yeah, I wonder what they're going to fill after that. I don't know. Shows, shows, Vanderpump, no. Well, I would assume probably Beverly Hills because I, oh. 
Salt Lake City. I can't remember if they started filming. I think they have. Yeah, that's all I got off the top of my head, Yins, guys. So I hope you didn't hate this episode because I had a good time literally thinking off the top of my head because I usually have notes, you know, helps me out. So Yins, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode. I think Yins, guys, are fucking kick ass. So thank you for coming back week after week. Month after month, day after day. <laughs> yeah, but tell Yin's friends, because we all have friends. You've got to have friends. Tell your friends to follow me, to subscribe to my shit. Tell them to look me up on Apple Podcasts. Believe in uh, Bravo East Coast Housewives. Download the shit. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Five-star review. Make a comment. Don't be afraid. I love chatting with Yin's guys. Follow me on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And also follow us. This shit changed up too, which is great. And I got confused at first, but we're good now. Follow us at Believe Lifestyle. Mm-hmm. No more pop culture. Believe Lifestyle. And at Believe Network. Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Don't forget the ad at the other one, too, because it's Instagram. But Yins guys, I think you're fucking fabulous. I hope Yins guys have a great week and weekends and totally excited for Teresa and Margaret to go at it. Hopefully, I'll have fucking great quotes for that. Uh, but yeah, as I said before, Diana Trebia, I believe, is next on the show from what my schedule is telling me in my mind. So be there on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, Yins guys, ciao, ciao, as Andrea Denver would say from Sunhouse. Ta-ta. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.